for Seafood News. You're listening to the Seafood News Weekly Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernaberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. This episode of Seafood News Podcast is brought to you by Watch Us Eat. Watch Us Eat is a fun and educational YouTube series. The brand aims to increase seafood consumption and promote a healthy, sustainable lifestyle by providing engaging content, tasty recipes, and valuable insights into the seafood industry. You can find Watch Us Eat series on Seafood News YouTube channel and by following Watch Us Eat underscore seafood on Instagram. Email a coglan at earnerberry.com. That's A-C-O-G-H-L-A-N at earnerberry.com for partnership information. So we've been running back-to-back interviews, but we're switching things up this week because NOAA released their Fisheries of the United States report, which takes a look at what happened in 2021. I love these reports. Um, So for the most part, it's full of all good news, like seafood consumption being at an all-time high. Congrats, y'all. We did it. I know. I was like, we're making a difference. Our, our watch is seat. But I was like, oh, this is for 2000, 2021. So <laughs> not, <laughs> not yet. yet. But <laughs> we have some videos out in 2021. So if Korean so, seafood seaweed was on there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so per capita consumption took a dip in 2020, obviously, but it increased again in 2021, coming in at 20.5 pounds versus 19 pounds this, uh, the year before. Shrimp remains the number one consumed seafood species, no surprise, with 5.9 pounds per capita consumed and a 0.9 change from last year. Salmon took the number two spot with 3.38 pounds, followed by canned tuna in third with 1.19 pounds, tilapia at number four with 1.04 pounds, and Alaska pollock rounding it out at number five with 0.78 pounds. Um, Rounding out the top 10 is Magasius at 0.71 pounds, cod 0.6, crab at 0.59, catfish with 0.51, and clams with 0.26 pounds. So fresh and frozen seafood made up 50% of per capita consumption. Fillets and steaks had the next highest percentage of 19% per capita consumption, followed by shrimp at 18% and canned at 11%. Sticks and portions at 2%, cured at 1%. uh, And that rounds out the per capita by group. So I'm surprised by the Alaska Pollock numbers because... I feel like Alaska Pollock, it's on your fish sandwiches. It's in basically all your fish it's sticks. In, it's in everything. We're, I'm eating so much of it. <laughs> I'm like, if this, if this report wasn't so dated, I'm like, I want to see 2020, uh, 2022 because I'm like, ever since I my know. kids started eating like real food, I'm like, I feel like I have personally made a dent in, right. <laughs> in the wild. I know. We we got to work around work on the turnaround of these numbers. <laughs> what can we do to help? <laughs> but I guess for the most part I'm I'm not too surprised by them. I mean, shrimp, yeah. I mean, everybody loves shrimp and I mean, that's a lot of shrimp salmon. Again, I mean, it's inching up there. It's getting closer, but shrimp still has quite a hold on the top spot, 5.9 compared to salmon at 3.38. I know. I was surprised at that at that gap. But, yeah. But I mean, clams uh what what um what got bumped off from last year was scallops, which, uh, I, you know, I, I guess I could see that, but um, pretty interesting all around. I, I always think the consumption figures are, are always just fascinating. Right, right. Yeah, I'd love to dive in and figure out the reasoning behind the switches and everything. So, yeah, 
let's we'll see if scalps can get back on the list for for 2022 here we go but with supply, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yep. But um, since the majority of our seafood is imported, uh, let's take a look at some of that data. So a whopping 6.8 billion pounds of edible fishery products was imported in 2021. Um, that's a 10.4% increase in volume compared to 2020. And when it comes to value, those imports were with, worth $27.9 billion. And that is a 29.6% increase from 2020. And that's just mind-blowing. Um, looking at major import groups by, groups by dollars, uh, shrimp makes up 39%, followed by fillets and steaks at 33%, uh, whole fish, whole, whole fin fish at 16%, and canned at 12%. And as for what we exported in 2021, the U.S. exported 2.5 billion pounds of edible seafood, which is a 5.3% increase compared to 2020. Exports were valued at $5.2 billion, which is a 19.4% increase from the previous year. Other edible exports make up 35% of major export groups in dollars, followed by whole fin fish at 33%, lobster at 15%, surimi at 10%, and caviar and row at 7%. Now looking at ports, uh, Dutch Harbor, Alaska holds the title of top port by volume for the 25th consecutive year. Unstoppable. <laughs> we can't be beat. <laughs> the is wild. So uh, in 2021, there were 745 million pounds landed for a value of $249 million. And to compare to 2021, uh, that year, there were uh, 800.1 million pounds landed for a value of 186.7 million. So while they're, you know, they're, they did decrease a little bit, um, you know, value wise, they did increase. New Bedford, Massachusetts continues to hold the top uh, spot for port by value. Um, this is the 22nd consecutive year that they've landed the title. In 2021, there was 104 million pounds valued at $569.7 million. And to compare it to 2020, that year the port landed 115.4 million pounds valued at $376.6 million. Finally, processed seafood products did decrease in 2021. NOAA reports that 2.4 billion pounds of processed products were produced, which is a 5.9% drop from 2020. The value of the processed products came in at $5.1 billion, which is a 1.7% increase from the year before. Canned seafood holds the biggest stake at 33% when looking at major product groups by pound. Fillets, 29%, and meals at 22% also hold a decent portion. When looking at the major product groups by dollars, fillets holds the biggest portion with 48%, followed by canned at 30%. And in other news, it's been four long years, but Crabfest is finally back at Red Lobster. Of course, Crabfest this year is a little different than prior years. Uh, when Red Lobster celebrated in 2018, the menu included options like Jumbo Snow, Dungeness Crab, and King Crab. Of course, King Crab is no longer an option due to the Alaska fishery being closed for the past years and the ban on Russian imports. Um, and as a result, this year, the popular seafood chain is only offering snow crab or bear dye. While supplies last. And while there may not be as many different crab options this year, Red Lobster is offering a lot more flavor options. When guests choose a full pound of steamed snow or bear dye crab legs, they can choose from the newly introduced flavors of roasted garlic butter, 
honey sriracha, and lemon pepper. Or there is always the Old Faithful Simply Steamed. Each Crab Fest creation is served over crispy potatoes with a choice of a side. And also new to the menu this Crab Fest is a crab topped sirloin, which features a half pound of snow crab paired with a seven ounce sirloin topped with a lump crab and a decadent garlic cream served with a choice of two sides. And for those looking for a new appetizer, say hello to the crabby cheese fries, a mouthwatering dish featuring seasoned fries topped with red lobsters, cheese sauce, and lump crab in garlic cream. As Red Lobster's chief marketing officer, Patty Trevino said, it's the perfect way to kickstart the summer season. And we couldn't agree more. I think I'm going to take my daughter to see The Little Mermaid this week and then feast on some Sebastian at Red Lobster afterwards. Oh, <laughs> is that why she's crying in the background? <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> but no, it's fine. <laughs> but just to also give some market insight. The snow crab market is being actively fished in both the Gulf of St. Lawrence and Newfoundland. Uh, the Gulf is just about complete with their quota. Um, where after a six week delay, Newfoundland is only at 26 percent caught as of June 6th. So Ernaberry Seafood Market reporter Janice Schreiber reports that 2023 Canadian snow crab entered uh, the U.S. market this spring um, that did not see a lot of urgency for snow crab. So 2022 product was still readily available within the marketplace and the overall snow crab complex was barely steady to weak. Uh, the market had trended lower from December of 2022 through April of 2023. And many market participants were stuck with higher price inventories and not ready to participate or take a strong position for a new season product. But as the 2023 season has come along, current pricing is at levels the market has not seen in about 10 years. And the volume available is robust, with Canada having its largest quota available to fish on record between the two provinces of Newfoundland and the Gulf at around 140,000 metric tons. Between the 2022 season availability and new season product, there looks to be no shortage of Canadian snow crab available to the U.S. market. Um, Now, Lauren, can you share some market insights on scallops? Of course I can. So the Atlantic sea scallop sector continues to report a bit of an unsettled undertone with conflicting pressures affecting the market. Framework Adjustment 36 to the Atlantic Sea Scallop Fishery Management Plan resulted in notable catch reductions for the 2023 and 2024 fishing years. Yearly survey results have noted that while the resource is healthy and not overfished, a diminishing harvestable biomass as well as not enough recruitment in recent years was reported. With a reduction of 26.5% compared to the 2022 projection of 34 million pounds and a fall of 60% from the 2019 projection of 62 2.5 million pounds, the industry is grappling with diminished supply, amounting to an expected 25 million pounds of scallops landed in the 2023 season. So, so far this year through May 31st, NOAA reports about 1,430 days or 18.2% of the 7,867 open area days at sea have been utilized. This trip uh, or these trips yielded 3.5 million pounds of scallops for an average of about 25,000 or 2,500 pounds per trip. The other 3.4 million pounds landed have come from access area trips, predominantly closed area two. So estimates from key industry players gauge that the fishery is about 28% complete as of this podcast, and that's the 10th week into the 2023 season. Additional reports note the size mix has shown higher volume landings of larger U10 size scallops, which is great uh, compared to previous years. And 
tuned for more on that, check out Seafood News. <laughs> I know. I don't want to give the whole thing away, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that does it for us. We do have a lot more analysis coverage, uh, lobster, shrimp, the rest of Lauren's scallop analysis. So be sure to visit uh, Erna Bray's Comtel or Seafood News. But that does it for us this week. Um, again, don't forget to follow Watch Us Eat on Instagram. That's uh, at Watch Us Eat underscore seafood. And we'll see you back here next week.